Welcome back to Bad News Bears, a podcast about the news delivered badly by three friends discussing the most off-the-wall, unbelievable, but true headlines in the news, bringing you those real hard-hitting topics. This week, I'm your host, Will, and with me, as always, the flavor, Octavio. Oh, the flavor. Yeah, the hi, flavor. that's me. That's me. Hi. Yeah. Oh, my God. Hi, I'm and, the problem. Me. And Senora, <laughs> Senora Queso. <laughs> Emily. It's Emily. Yeah, wow. perfect. Oh my god, perfect that energy. I need that, that energy. Hey, I hate hi. I mean, hi. just you two mainly, but hi. What did I do? I gave oh, you a I new know. title. You said energy. Um, it's a trigger, apparently. Yeah, it is. How's, how's your guys' <laughs> week been? Um, oh. real answers. Yeah, <laughs> real only. Uh, is horrible at work. Horrible. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Been changing softwares and it's been a nightmare. It's been yeah. a living nightmare day to day. Um, but but at home. We got new Legos. Yes. So I'm building the Millennium Falcon. That's that's pretty cool. Sounds like uh, a big project. Yeah, it is. Steph's Hash, uh, attempting Legos to finish Rivendell. Yeah, I know. I wish. Yeah, be great. Would be wonderful. <laughs> she's she's doing the new ship from uh, Guardians of the, Guardians of the Galaxy three. Carter wants <clears> that. Yeah, so she's finishing that. He's going to be so That's jealous. Don't tell him. Yeah. So hmm. now I have both. We'll have both ships from Guardians of the Galaxy. Well, good on be you. Cool. Yeah. 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 Sure. Hey, if you're if you're listening to this and you like Legos, go ahead and like our show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you want to gift us Legos, then yeah. by all Please means. Do. Uh, and also, if you don't want to gift us Legos, you can always just tell a friend about us. You could uh, like our stuff on social media. You can share our episodes, tell people about it, talk about them. Um, there's got to be a story some at some point that we've done that you thought was interesting enough to tell people about. There has to I be. I would hope so. We've covered even you know, if it, the gambit Even if you don't of, like the story, yeah. you could tell us things that we could cover and we could, you know, align ourselves with your thought process. Even if you told us episode. to, even if you told us to eat a bag of dicks, I'd appreciate it more than... And we know. would try. Yeah, we would definitely try. We'd I'll do it see on how many I can get through in one I mean, one sitting. They would definitely try. I would not participate mm-hmm. in that. Yeah, I mean, you, you got to eat like them to completion. <laughs> yes. Okay, might be a little more at least, difficult. At least eighty eight percent of the bag. Just to the the pre stage. <laughs> <laughs> no, I yeah. think you have to eat. I think you have to eat at least one to completion to make it eighty eight percent of the yeah. bag. <laughs> Uh, well, like I said, you tell us to eat a bag of dicks or like our show or share it with your friends. But otherwise, Will, what do you have for us? Um, oh, man. I try and steer clear of political stories, but they keep coming to me. You keep, you, yeah, I noticed that. I, like, I don't I know what it. it is. You're clear. Um, are we, are we, are we, is the doom and gloom again? Or, or no, this, this not, one's not more, as bad. Yeah, this one's more comical um, with a, uh, positive twist at the end, I guess you could say. Anyways, what's positive about politics? I can't wait to hear this. Uh, well, it, this is only politics, uh, because it it talks about COVID and oh, there's still a divide in in people in COVID still. So when I do this story, I'm not choosing a side. I'm strictly presenting the story as 
it is told. Uh, and so just keep that in mind. Uh, this is not me. I didn't write uh, this article or bring up this story. It's like so, science. Uh, science it's, is magic, but real. Yeah, it's one of those like we do not believe in the uh, topics that are covered here. <laughs> I see. <laughs> they're, not, they're not our beliefs. Um, I see what you're picking. I, I smell what you're picking down. Yeah. Anyway, picking so down? There's, there's, there's a phrase in there somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> so there's this really cool conference that they hold in Atlanta every year called the Epidemic Intelligence Service, which sounds yeah. cooler than it probably is. Probably. Wait, every year since when? 2019? Um, I think even prior to COVID. Oh, wow. This, it's the Fancy. CDC. Yeah. Yeah, I think Anyways. epidemics happened before COVID. I'm not sure, though. Yeah, because yeah, there's this like, Ebola, that, that old Ebola thing and uh, yeah, there swine was, that, that flu. Was, that was gnarly. I was so ready for that at our hospital. God. Ebola? Yes. We had like no Ebola one, teams. No one would be ready for Ebola. No we one. Were, no. We were so ready. We did so many preparations. Oh, no. She's that. right, dude. She said yes. she was fully outfitted, like head to toe yes. in a yellow, like hazmat suit. Dude. Yeah. It's nuts. And, we were that, so ready and, and nothing they, came. They did that with COVID. You see the first yeah. person that got COVID and they flew him in and they had his news story and it was in a Ebola bubble. Yes. <laughs> and guess what happened? He died. Sure. And COVID <laughs> spread. Yep. The like, monkey still got out. God, the monkey man. still got out. Anyways, so they have these guys and they're called disease detectives, unless that's the fancy. Oh, that's gnarly. Is that the that's fancy rad. title they give themselves? I don't know. I'm sure. But, Sounds like uh, Alliteration's always good. Yeah. I mean, if I could give myself my own title, I would definitely choose disease detective. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. yeah. You're laughing. I'm not laughing. I, I would. COVID behind bars. <laughs> oh, my God. Insert the law and order intro <laughs> yeah. so so these guys they uh work for the cdc um and they're on the case of a new COVID 19 outbreak the one that happened at their very own conference <laughs> wow so this is this is somewhat political because it's ironic <laughs> yes very very ironic that the people that are uh trying to combat a pandemic essentially create an own outbreak within the convention i love that for them or Epidemic Intelligence Service. Hey, what what better people for it to happen to though? You know what I mean? They're they're prepared. Ah, man, they probably okay. are all up to date on their vaccinations. <laughs> they probably detected considering it, it wasn't invented. They probably detected it, but it was already spreading too much. Yeah, it was already too late. They yeah. sniffed it out and like it's here somewhere. <laughs> I know it. I know it is. It's here somewhere. <laughs> um. So yeah, this was uh, held May. I think like two three weeks ago. Yeah. Um, it's the first one they've had since uh, 2019, first in-person one. So they came back and they said, hey, we're all cool and dandy. Let's have another in-person conference because these things were so cool. And then they had an outbreak. So, uh, you know, quoted as saying, the COVID-19 pandemic has been hard on everyone and especially for our public health workers. We are thankful you are back with us at the EIS conference. And this was prior to the outbreak happening. <laughs> We're thankful. Yes. But signs of trouble turned up quickly. Several attendees reportedly tested positive during the conference, which spanned from Monday, April 24th to Thursday, the 27th, and drew about 2,000 participants. Some told the Washington Post that moderators at the conference warned several times about positive cases. What? So, so someone, 
So if this is only a three day event. Someone was already positive before this, right? It doesn't happen. Oh yeah, they right? they flew in positive. Yeah, they they got to the event positive. So someone or someones already. So all right, this is just a case of someone. This is probably like work intimidation. Like I got to get to that conference. No matter, I can't. I can't feel sick today. I can't do it. I got to get to that mi- conference. Can't miss it for the world. No. Or you're like me with my third case of COVID, and you just have a sniffly nose, but you have sinus issues, so you think it's just chronic sinus issues. You don't think you have COVID. Yeah, until you test positive during the conference. Yeah. Well, I mean, I would have tested, but you, you know, there's that. Yeah, mm-hmm. they took time out of their conference about COVID to get tested for COVID. That seems. I would. I feel like the embarrassment. I'd be like, Nah, no, no way. I'm like, I just you have know? a sinus infection. Yeah, no, I would not go get tested. I would not. Oh, I'm not gonna be that guy. No, no way. No way. No way. So um, <clears throat> the CDC spokesperson, Christine Kristen Nordland, told ARS in an email that the EIS leaders noted the cases during the closing session of the conference. <laughs> <laughs> they waited until the end. The, 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 the final hey, goodbye. The final, hey, yeah, thank hey, you for coming thank out. Thank you for coming. Also, go way. get tested because there's a lot <laughs> of positive cases here today. By the way, you're all probably super sick. It's crazy. On uh, So on Friday, the day after, a CDC branch chief emailed staff about the potential outbreak. The email, which was obtained by the Post, read, We're letting you know that several people who attended the EIS conference have tested positive for COVID-19. The email said that at least one person at a recruiting event on Wednesday had tested positive. And now, as of Tuesday the 2nd, five days ago, the CDC had identified approximately 35 attendees who have tested positive. Holy crap. Where did they all come from? Like, it was all U.S. or no? I would believe so. Because, like, I know that there was a conference recently held that was a lot of people from the Netherlands, for some reason, that all tested positive also. It well, was CDC you know, related, they, so. they have weak immune systems over there. <laughs> I'd imagine the disease patrol is is uh, international. I think that's safe to say. Yes. Um, I do think the CDC works hand-in-hand hand with uh, other nations. Yeah. Uh, Sounds like they work hand-in-hand hand with COVID, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, under wow. the table, COVID action. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Um, she also added that everyone the CDC knows of who had tested positive is now isolating at home and monitoring sim- symptoms. Now, the CDC is working with Georgia Department of Health to conduct a rapid e- epidemiological assessment of confirmed COVID-19 cases that appear to be connected to the 2023 EIS conference to determine transmission patterns in this phase of the COVID-19 pandemic. Now, I don't want to come across as judgy here, but do you think someone with that accent would know how to say that word? No. Epidemiological. Epidemi- epidemiological? Epidemiological? <laughs> epidemiological. <laughs> say that five times fast. Can't do it. Can't do it. Can't do it once. Um, and so, again, she goes on to say that the post, um, to the post, that such an investigation could help refine future public health guidance as we move out of the public health emergency into the next phase of COVID-19 surveillance and response. Damn, they got COVID-19 under surveillance? <laughs> These detectives are serious. They're serious about their COVID-19. Um, again, they told all the attendees that 
the because it is a large gathering, there still could be the possibility of transmission. So some people wear masks and some didn't. So again, we're in this mixed bag of do we still have to wear masks? Do we not wear masks? Yeah, that's I'm going to say that 89.2% of the people who tested positive had masks on because they were probably symptomatic, at least known to themselves. They wore a mask to hopefully Protect not others. let everyone else know. No, let's not go there. <laughs> we're not that caring. Um, yeah, they, they were positive. They knew they were positive or they were concerned they were positive. So they wore masks and they were still positive because they were already See, positive before wearing the damn masks. I know, I know that I live in a very red state, uh, very much. And science is no. not a huge thing for them. I think, it's not it's a huge on, thing I think Mississippi's them. on the fence. But, um, so if <laughs> I'm pretty sure people have had COVID and like, once it was over, you know, once it was quote unquote over, like two years ago, it didn't matter anymore if you had COVID or not. You, you could take that time off. Sure, it wouldn't be paid, but they can't stop you from coming in. Like, it's crazy that they get this two weeks off still and they have to isolate. I don't think that they get two weeks. Ten days? What is it now? Five. five. It's five. Mm. It's crazy because, um, again, not political. This is straight from the CDC. Um, mm-hmm. The... Uh, quarantine guidelines were so jacked up. If you tested positive for uh, for COVID, you only needed to quarantine for five days. If you were in close proximity to someone that was COVID positive, um, you had to quarantine for fourteen days, just in case because you get didn't it. Just know the symptoms in case. onset. Yeah, but it's also like, yeah. it wasn't even five days from your testing positive. It was five days from your symptoms, symptoms starting. starting. Yeah, so you could no, have tested I- positive on the fifth day. Like, I know COVID was a big deal. Like, believe me, I'm aware. Uh, but can I just say that COVID was one of the best times to be at work ever? Um, it was fantastic. For me, Let's for say me, for you. Yeah, for me personally, you guys work in the medical field. That's your fault. For me, as like a construction <laughs> worker, uh, yeah, it was the beginning of what was called liberal leave. And you didn't have to show up. You didn't have to show up on time. You can leave early if you want. No consequences. That's you could not sick. show up at all. You not show up at all, and a lot of people didn't, and get unemployment. And you know they offered six hundred dollars extra, so they get paid more than I did during that time, and they didn't show up to work. But anyways, um, yeah, so that whole time. Why did you was, show up to work? Uh, because I made. Con- I have a conscience. I have a conscience. Um, you know, we got to build those ships for the military. Or no one else yeah, is going to do it. No one else can do it like I can. But also, I didn't really show up. <laughs> I took that time. Uh, I would leave early all the time. It was fantastic. Because well, I mean, they could make you pay really your bills. Your, yeah, COVID really didn't impact your work attendance. No. It was just, you did that before COVID. That's absolutely correct. Yeah, fuck that place. <laughs> yeah, I showed up as little as possible beforehand. Now yeah. I could do it without consequence. It was amazing, dude. Beautiful. And then no one, other people didn't show up. I got to park right up front, man. I, man, I miss COVID. Can I say that? Can I say, Trust I me. <laughs> having to travel the 91 freeway daily during With no one on it. Oh man, yeah. was it nice? Oh, it was beautiful. Yeah. Granted, there was more CHP officers I've I've ever seen in my life sitting in their patrol cars, not because, doing shit. Well, they were ready to pull him were, over. <laughs> they were a little bit because people were using the freeways like a racetrack because there was no other cars on it. There's no other cars. Who cares? There's no other cars. Clearly, they, do. they still have a quota to meet. Yeah, the California still needs their money. That's true. The yeah. California. Yeah, but they were doing it differently. <laughs> they would just like have them stick their license on the window. They wouldn't roll mm-hmm. the window down. 
That's what's up. Wait, they, what? They would just like put their driver's license against the window so they could see it from the outside. What if you had your tent too dark? <laughs> Stick it out the window and I'll look at it from a distance. Take out my binos, oh, wow. sit in my car with my binoculars. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, I'll email yeah. you the ticket. I believe that for yeah. all of its worth. So again, this outbreak happens and I, the, the whole backside of this story is it kind of goes into the political aspect of it. So I, I don't care enough, but they just talk about the COVID cases and the low, how low they are and all these different sub variants that they're mm-hmm. watching. The Omicron and stuff like that. And well, all the other different names. XBB. Well, Point one something. I don't yeah. remember the numbers. Uh, XBB 1.5 and XBB 1.16. They just aren't creative with their variants anymore. I guess not. Because last one I remember the variant was Omicron or whatever the hell it was called. That's the last one I remember. I remember what was was before that. Delta? Yes, Delta. That's another one. Correct. Yep. Anyways. uh, But that's it. It's just funny that people at the CDC gathering to talk about intelligence for pandemics uh create the next own, step create, let's, create, let's, think, create let's get together outbreak. and figure out that what the next step is to fight the pandemic or fight, fight the covid and the, i guess apparently the next step is to everyone get covid again yes mm-hmm. get it all but over if again if you're vaccinated their point is if you're vaccinated you won't get it as hard cool yeah. Emily, do you have a do you have a cool story for us um, this week it's not really cool and it blows okay. my mind um, so I, I really am interested to hear you guys and like get your feeling on the whole story. So I don't know if the whole world probably knows about it now, but two teens were found. Let's shot just assume. To- let's just assume they don't. What what's going on here? Okay, two teens were found shot to death on a property in Oklahoma, and the owner of that property was a sex offender, and the mm. stepdaughter. I mean, the stepfather of the daughter who's friends with these two girls. So apparently, oh, this is not their first time staying there, and their parents were aware of it. So, yes. On Monday, authorities in Oklahoma. What? They yeah. knew he was a sex offender? They, they say they did not know, but this is small town Oklahoma, Henrietta. Um, never even heard of it. Maybe they don't have the internet. Maybe. We'll give them that. You know, okay. What's that website where you can see all the dots in your neighborhood that are sex offenders? Sexoffender.org or something? I don't know. It's very easily found. Google it. Megan's sex offenders near me. or something like that? Mm, no. Could be. Who knows? I, I know there's a website. I don't know the website. We should probably look it up. Yeah, it's like here. a sex offender dot something or sex offenders near me. I feel like that's a Google. Do you think they ever use us like to get together? Like, hey, knock on the house. Hey, you're a sex <laughs> offender. Surprised. I'm a sex offender. Let's... Probably. There's a sex offender down the street from Ryan's house and that's my parents went to high school with him. That's that's hell. That's fucking dope, man. I don't know what to say about that. They have yeah. one that's the uh, national sex offender registry.gov. But I mean, the sex offender thing go. could literally be like someone took a piss. Because they were drunk in public. Well, no, like, there's there's levels to it, and you can read their arrest and what their reasoning was for them being convicted as a sex offender. It's not like oh, you took a piss in a pub. Another one. Yeah. So, you know, it's there. All right. So, what's happening Anyways, at the sex offender's house? Sounds Monday, like a lot. On Monday, authorities in Oklahoma were searching for missing teens. Fourteen-year-old Ivy Webster and sixteen-year-old Brittany Brewer on a rural product property near the tiny town tiny town i said of henrietta when they discovered seven bodies on the ground jeez seven yeah you said two in the beginning yeah 
So apparently, including those of the girls, police also found the bodies of 35-year-old Holly Guess and her children, Riley Elizabeth Allen, who is 17, Michael James Mayo, who's 15, and Tiffany Dorr Guess, who is 13. That sucks. Yeah. Authorities believe Guess's husband, Jesse McFadden, who was 39 years old, shot and killed all of them before taking his own life in a very violent murder-suicide. Jeez Louise. Ivy and Tiffany had been friends for years and lived about a mile from each other in Henrietta. So let's stop right there for a second. You have to know that this is going on. How do you have to know? Just by knowing that. Because it's a small town. Like shit happens and everyone knows everything. We don't even live in a small town and everybody knows everything here. No one knows that we have a podcast. (laughs) Touche. Touche. Okay. We knew him just because our friends, our kids were close. So we would communicate, pick up drops, drop offs and stuff like that. Ashley and Justin Webster said those are the parents of one of the children. But we weren't friendly outside of that. And when we met him and Holly, even though we had met him and Holly for um, many times. So I think the moms were somewhat better friends. They just didn't know this stepdad fella because I've seen other articles where it states that the friends, the moms were friends, but the dads just didn't really you know, interact as much. McFadden was a sex of, or a convicted sex offender who had recently been released from prison. They also didn't know that he was due in court on Monday to answer for child pornography charges. Law enforcement, Holy crap. Yeah. Law enforcement went to his house to serve a search warrant or a warrant for his arrest when he failed to show up for court on the Monday. So this was Saturday. They went to stay the night. They showed up Monday to serve. Tiffany Guess and our daughter were best friends, Justin said. Holly Guess never said anything, but should have said something, he says. And we really didn't know anything about this guy. They're so, blaming the mom? That's fucked up. Like this, A like, little bit. The dead I know mom, that, yeah. No, I'm, I know. I, this, like, hindsight is twenty twenty bullshit. But, like, that's kind of private, like, oh, embarrassing as well. Like, would you really be offering up, like, private information like that about your own husband to the community? I don't that's know that I would a man who is a convicted sex offender. So. Um, okay, that's, that's besides the point because that's moot. They're already together. But like, I can you understand why she wouldn't say shit? That's that's your that's your business. You know what I mean? It's like, it's okay. It's one thing to not <clears throat> say anything and to continue living your life. It's another thing to allow children. Was is this of, what? Oh, okay, so was these children were staying the night at their okay. at their house? Okay, so yeah, she's a little wrong for that. Okay, yes. I see. He should have now. said something is all he's saying. She should well, have said I mean, something. Okay. So um, a couple years ago when I was working on the biggest boat we have, the LHA, there was a, a boat foreman that was working there. We used to um, fuck with the guy, like mess with him, like move his shit. Like he was a boat foreman. Like just, you know, do, pull pranks him because we work night shift. And then like he was an all right dude. He was an all right enough dude, like for a work coworker anyway. And then we find out like a couple weeks later that the dude had been arrested for child pornography. And but also, um, not just producing it, but participating in it. Yeah, no, he was a piece of shit. Uh, he was a very, and you couldn't tell, like, he was just a dude at work, you know? He was an and actor felt, in his own pornography. He was a white guy. Yes, yeah. He, it was oh, brutal. I didn't know was brutal. he was. <laughs> it was brutal, though, dude. Like, he's just like, I kind of felt yucky after, like, I was just, like, so friendly with this guy, you know, and I couldn't tell that he was a scumbag, you know? Just like, I was so friendly with you, dude. Like, I don't know. It's so odd to me that I still think about to this day about him being arrested before Christmas break or at Christmas break. 
yeah. gets arrested on Christmas break. You have to work six hours upon Christmas break ending and you returning to work to get your Christmas break bonus. And, and he, he did was not begging because the he was judge. in jail. <laughs> he was begging the judge, can I please go back to work? And then everyone at where I work. paid. Yeah, everyone at work was like, yeah, let him come back to work. There are so many small rooms and lots of large pipes to hold. Let him come back. Like everyone I talked to was like, I wish they would. that judge would let him come back to work. He wouldn't come out of this boat. He and would no, not come back. No one would find him. And, and, and no one would tell. No one would tell. Let's two... say there's a group of guys just like gangbanging him in a bottom room somewhere in this random Jesus. boat. And no one would say a word. Like, I don't know what happened to him. No one. And no one would care, dude. No one would care. They would send the boat off to the military and someone else would find his body. <laughs> yeah. And then they'd blame them. <laughs> I can't, dude, he tried so, he was in the news about it. He's like, I need to go back to work to feed, like, I don't know, was he saying to feed my family kids. or something? He had two yeah, kids. Yeah, he's like, I need to make or money. And we're like, kids. like, you're an idiot for wanting that, first of all. And secondly, dude, come on, come on back to work, bro. Come on back to work. You work night shift in the biggest boat we have where many, many small rooms there are. Come back to work, dude. Come on. Yeah, come, come on back. On. Yeah. So, um, we had a read on him that was a little weird, but we felt comfortable, especially knowing several of our daughter's friends would go over there all the time to hang out. They would go over there on the weekends. Tiffany would come over here at our house and stay on the weekends. We never suspected any sort of maliciousness, Justin said. Ivy was supposed to sleep over at Tiffany's house on Saturday night and be home by 5 p.m. on Sunday. Whenever she failed to come home, they filed a missing persons report. Nathan Brewer, the daughter of the other Brittany, uh, I mean mm-hmm. the father of the other... Um, also filed a report for his daughter, Brittany, and an Amber Alert was issued Monday morning for both of the girls. They were last seen around 1 a.m. on the day before, so I guess Sunday, because they stayed Saturday night. And at the time they reported missing, the teens were believed to have possibly been traveling in a white pickup truck with the stepfather, McFadden. The Websters only learned that McFadden was a registered sex offender when he, that had served time in prison for a rape on Monday when they reported their daughter missing. We didn't find out until we saw the Amber Alert with his mugshot on our phone and started, and our phones just started blowing up. What Ashley, a terrible Webster's way to find out. Yes, after the fact. Yes, yeah. You've but been also, when they went to go report it, your daughter's at their house. Like no one knew. Like again, that's a private matter. But like, I don't Who know. Like shit. That's rough. I, I don't mean, understand how the police didn't way. tell him either. When they reported it, why didn't the police tell him? That's public knowledge or public information. Like everyone can find mm-hmm. out that he was a sex offender. So why didn't the police tell the parents this? That's another. Uh, well, they did thing. on the no, Amber Alert. Yeah. yeah. Well, after they reported their children missing. Like, mm-hmm. ah, I'm not going to be the one to tell them. Let's just put it on this Amber <laughs> Alert. Jesus. I got out of the car and he had met me. And gave me a big hug and was crying and said, she's gone. They're all gone. And I'm like, you're joking. He's like, no, they're gone, said Nathan. Justin said he cannot believe no one in the community was told that a sex offender was living in their midst. And he wonders why McFadden was even released early from prison. I'm angry with the system. And I think everybody in this whole country should be angry with the system. This is a man that had priors. He was a sex offender and he was let loose on a sentence that should have had him in there longer. And if you ask me, you if you messed up one time, you should be in there for life. In 2003, Jesse McFadden pled guilty to first-degree rape. He was sentenced to 27 year, 28 years in prison, but was released early in 2020 after serving 17 years. I'm going to go ahead and say that, that has something to do with COVID. 
Could be. And there's a lot of, during that time, there was a lot of uh, overpopulation as well in the system. Yes. And also they're trying to cut down on the spread of it. So like 17 like years is a long type, time. But This type of crime though should have been like on the back end. Like if they get rid of all the weed people and oh, you know, yeah. nonviolent people first, then maybe you get to the pedophiles and stuff. Yeah. And maybe sadly the there are probably people crimes. in there. Yeah. Yes. Sadly, there are people who have served for weed or whatever kind of Way jobs longer. that were yeah. still in there that are probably still in there now. And this guy's out. And here this guy was this. let go. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So in 2016, he was accused of sending nude photos to a minor using a contraband cell phone to communicate with that minor from prison. <laughs> I don't. I don't mean to laugh, but goddamn, from prison. Come on. A, oh my god. What? And he was allowed to get out. Yep. Okay, so, that's right. we, so they had plenty of time. To, this is a system issue. Like, mm, Jesus. Those allegations led to charges of soliciting sexual conduct slash communication with a minor for the use by the use of technology and another count for possessing child pornography. McFadden was supposed to appear in court on Monday from a 2016 charge while in prison. He was supposed to report in 2023. Doesn't make sense, but whatever. Yeah. Um, they push cases so far down the line. Yeah, and this is That's clearly why. an issue the system has because look at this story. Well, like mm -hmm. the the case that I was involved in where the guy was filming people in the bathroom. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah. yeah. It took like five years for it to actually go to court. That's insane. To the point where I'm like, I don't, wait, what? I don't, oh yeah, I kind of remember that. <laughs> I remember the yeah. thing happening. I don't remember like, oh, details. Yeah, th these are the statements you gave the cops. I'm like, Okay. Yeah, I remember. If you say so, bro. Sure. But I don't know. Okay. I'm, just, I'm assuming they wrote it down, but five years from it happening yeah, to actually him being charged with something in court, it was insane. That's what I hate going to case or court for cases that are like for like DUI stuff for charges for patients. And I have to go and I have to recount like the situation at the time I was drawing their blood or taking care of them. And I'm like, bro, that was like 2014 and it's 2022 at the time I'd gotten asked about it. And I'm like, I have no idea. Is you it written down you somewhere? Then yeah. just yes. Then go off of that. Go that off sounds of about that. right. And then I'll just say, okay, yeah. Unless like I did I something no wrong, idea. but I definitely didn't do that. <laughs> nope. Take that. That didn't happen. Take that part yeah. out. Take that one out. Yeah, for sure. So those allegations led to um, the soliciting charge and the communication. He was supposed to appear in court on Monday to face charge or face trial for those charges. Holly Guess's mother, Jan Mayo, said that she and her family never liked McF McFadden. And she called him a con man who lied about his past crimes. She she believes her daughter was a victim also. And Is that his I mean, mother-in-law? Yes. Okay. And in a way, yeah, obviously she's a victim because she was murdered. She was. But second, like the whole previous to being murdered, no, I don't really think so. Like I think there's an or a difference between stupidity and just believing what you want to believe. No. That's Hot believing. Take. Yeah. Give me the statistics. Anyways, um, she called him a con man who lied about his past crimes, and she believes her daughter was a victim. So she said, my daughter would never do anything to harm her children. She was not an accomplice in any of this. Clearly, she wasn't an accomplice because she's dead. Um, McFadden even went so far as to have women have a woman pretending to be the victim of the 2003 rape call and tell the quote-unquote real story to the family. And she, he even set up a fake Facebook account for that person. And upon learning of the deaths, this woman called their family to let them know that she had been paid to pose as the victim and call the family. This case is currently ongoing. And what? more detail. Yeah. 
So he paid a woman to pretend that she was the victim of his 2003 rape or supposed rape, whatever, alleged rape. He was convicted and sentenced for it. So, um, so what was the point in paying someone to pretend to be the victim to say, like, I guess oh, it to didn't get happen. the family to believe him, to get the family to be like, uh, it wasn't that bad. Like, you know, this person, the person who I raped, quote unquote, uh, saying, you know, it didn't happen the way it said it. I'm not a bad person, I guess, just to get the family in good graces. I don't know. That's so ridiculous. Okay. So, okay, so, so uh, you pay that person to be the victim for a rape, but. What about the soliciting sex and sending nudes to a minor in prison? They're in right. prison. Exactly. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Shit it's, happens? Yeah. <laughs> seems like it. So oh, uh, I with all about this, that. That's what he said, with, probably. With all of this going on, what do you guys um, What do you guys think is, is DeSantis making the right call here with his new legislation saying that if you are charged with uh, sex crimes against children, you get the death sentence? And also lowering the number of instead of needing a hundred percent vote for the death sentence you only need eight out of 12 is that the right call for things like this because this guy went to not prison. that one not not that not that case uh for, so you, for you, horrific murder sure but for uh kitty touchers uh life in prison but i don't i don't think you should. I don't think the death penalty is in place. Yeah, you shouldn't take someone's life for be. something. No, that he's, he's doing is, that. That's what he's trying to do right now. Like he's saying that if you're a kitty, you know, anything to do with children, stuff like that, that you are on the docket for death sentence. Like it doesn't mean you're going to get it, but it's potentially there, like as an automatic thing. And secondly, like I said, you only you only need 100 percent of the vote. You only need eight out of 12 people to say yes. Eight out of 12 jurors to say yes. Go to get dead. That's pretty um, crazy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This is all a very real thing that's happening right now, by the way. Uh, yeah. He's trying to do that. If he hasn't already, um, and he has, DeSantis is weird with his putting fingers, but he's he's got a lot of support for some reason, even though he's not with technically his running for his putting fingers. What is a pudding finger? He eats pudding out of a pudding cup with his fingers. Why? He's, and why does that? So Ron DeSantis is actually thing? a very weird dude. Because it tastes actually, better that way. He's actually a very weird dude, and he's got Bite like social anxiety. Away. He's got social anxiety, um, and... He's I very can't awkward. imagine why. I don't know, but a lot of people he's a lot of people are learning this about him and they're like, Oh yeah, about you being president. I don't know about that one, Chief. Anyways, uh, I just I think is this a case for that? For no. his for his um what am I looking for? Legislation they try to pass because this guy went to prison and got let out and then did all this. He should no, he did it all while in prison and then murdered. So like he should not have saying. been let out. So he shouldn't have been let out, period, because he did that again while well, he in prison. He can't get let out if he's dead. True, Ow. but is that a cause for uh corporal punishment? I don't think so. No, I dude, you're talking to me. I don't believe corporal the state should not be murdering anybody, I, no. as far as I was concerned. But this this kind of seems like there would be a story people point to. See, this guy, he Serve time, got out, and then killed people. You know what I mean? So you just this, stop prematurely letting fuck faces out. Like just a, keep them in prison. Thing. You don't have to murder them. Just keep them in prison. That's true. Yeah. Then you have to kind of skirt the line of um are what's the rehab potential? Nothing. Right? If you touch children, you don't deserve rehab. You need to mm -hmm. stay in fucking prison. No, you will not convince yeah. me otherwise. No, I mean, I get the mentality. I just, uh, what's the point of the prison system then if you're not, it's to re rehabilitate, it's not to, to punish. In, it's to enclose prisoners and people who commit crimes and I heinous mean, ones like that all in rehabilitation. the same. It depends on what they've committed. Yeah, no. I, it's, Life in it's prison a, is not about it's rehabilitation. Definitely a, it's, it's a touchy, 
subject, obviously, but it, and there's nuances, but I don't know. It's there's arguments on both sides for it. And it, this kind of just seems like it would be called upon. Like, look at this case. Like, this is a perfect example of why we want to just make them go away. But also, I don't know. Like, rehabilitation should be a thing. I, I don't know. Yeah. It, having certain- one case like this, or, you know, there's probably been multiple like this mm-hmm. where they got out early and did some horrific crimes, but it's such a small percentage of the people that are released. It's kind of hard to punish everyone for a small percentage of people's crimes like sense in this specific case don't get me wrong this guy is a menace and a straight-up psychopath because what it feels like just listening to you tell the story emily is that this guy had it in him the entire time to be a killer right this guy had it in him like just hiding away and when it came down to came down time to like pay the pied piper as they say or like you know going to facing court again to potentially go back to prison he was like, nope, not doing that again. So he's like, I'm going to go out with a fucking bang. I'm going to do what I've always wanted to do, murder a bunch of fucking people and then myself. And that'll be my life, you know, because he's not going back. You can already, he, he did it on his court date. There was a reason that he did it on his court date or on the eve of it. Like he's been planning this. This is, to me, sounds completely like I'm going out with a fucking bang my way. You know what I mean? He is yeah, a family because if you're so concerned about going to prison, you could have just killed yourself and not gone back. Like that would have been fine and dandy. No, this, no one would have given two shits about that. But I'm just saying he planned to do this right. big. And if you listen to all other podcasts, like you, you learn as you go along that serial killers like ramp up, like they give themselves little permissions as they go along. And so he could have started out with the kitty shit, right? And like, eventually I'll get to straight up murder for pleasure, yeah. for pleasure. So he's like, you know what, since I have court and I'm going back to prison, basically, this is the end of the line for me. I'm just going to go and do what I've always wanted to do. And just once I'm done, just take myself out too. That's what yeah. exactly what this feels like. This feels very like dark. So what it was it four confirmed dead and two missing? Is that the are those the numbers? Uh, it was hard to tell with how many people. That was it's four and seven total. Seven total dead. Or it's, yes, so, aren't there aren't there um, two that are missing? No, those two that were missing were the fourteen and sixteen year old Ivy and Brittany. But they, they were, were found the ones missing. Among the... They were found with these people. So, like, they were the ones who had the Amber Alerts put out, and then okay. their bodies were found with this family. So, the mom, and then her Got three it. kids, and then the two friends that were the Amber Alerts, and then him, of course. Oh, well, we that's don't just count an So it's six well, yeah. innocent people. I'm just saying seven total bodies, but yes, six okay. innocent people. Damn, man, that's crazy, shitty. But hey, you know what? I'm gonna actually. Bring us up a notch for once. Let's go. Wow. Yeah. It's, you know what? We need a happy story after that. That was kind of brutal. So this was about, you know, we always want to have a good time on vacation. We all deserve vacations. We all can't afford them. But if we ever get to, it's a nice little, you know, relaxation away from your busy life. Right? Right? Yeah. Yes. So so this couple. Right. Uh, are, were they friends? I can't. Hold on. I'll get to it. But this, we'll just call them a couple for now. This couple took a vacation to Hawaii, of all places. A beautiful tropical island. Everyone wants to go there at some point. So during this vacation, though, it says here it took a dramatic turn for two tourists when GPS directed them straight into a harbor. And they just went ahead and followed through with the directions. I've seen this somewhere. I have, too. So... Uh, let me get to the story, then we'll talk about uh, what this sounds like. So the tourists were on their way to Manta Ray Tour in Kailua, Kona on Saturday when they ended up driving their Dodge Caravan into the Honokohoa Small Boat Harbor. They're quoted as saying, 
um, no, someone who saw the event was quoted saying, I think they just might have taken their eyes off the road for a second. One witness, Christy Hutchinson, said, Hutchinson was about to haul her boat in, in from the harbor after a morning on the water with her husband and their friends. Then she saw the car suddenly head down the boat ramp and into the water. She says, I was just sitting there trying to seek shelter from the rain, and then the next thing I saw, a car drove directly past our boat straight into the harbor at a pretty decent speed, Hutchinson told the newspaper. Wait, so she and had actually, an accent but then didn't? No, I don't know. Uh, yeah, she just <laughs> developed one. Um, while During the interview, she just developed an accent. Um, I don't know. So it was, Weird. Just yeah, telling no, you what I was. So luckily for us, uh, she filmed the event, right? And I have the audio for it here, right? Uh, this is what she filmed. It's pretty interesting. So make a right turn. Wait, 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 wait. No, 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 no. It means bear right. No, Up there. It said right. It said take a right. No, 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 no. Look, it, it means oh go God. up to the right, bear right over the bridge and hook up with 307. Make a right Maybe it's turn. a shortcut, Dwight. It said go to the right. It can't mean that. There's well, a lake right there. I think it knows where it is going. This is the, the machine knows. This is the lake. Stop yelling at me. No, it's not yelling. yelling. There's no road here. God. Remain calm. I have trained for this. Okay. Exit the window. Here we go. Make a U-turn, if possible. Look out for Layton. Yeah, that's that's the footage that she caught directly. Wow. directly I was about to say, how event. did she catch footage of her GPS telling her that shit? And then yeah. they had it on the speakers, and the windows were down. Yeah, everyone heard it all. So yeah. she actually did film it. Um, the whole event of the van going straight into the water without stopping, and she says that uh, in the video you can see that the driver was seemingly smiling, like confused, but didn't seem that alarmed about the fact that she was driving into a lake. So she said, pretty sure that wasn't supposed to happen. Uh, she can see, she can hear uh, Hudgens can be heard saying in the video with people around her shouting at the women to get out of the vehicle. Right. But this, oh, she says, there you go. Says, uh, no, we found the culprit. We found out why. Yeah. So what? do I need to say it louder or did yes, anyone pick do. up on it? Shut up. Well, okay. shut up. You just got to look at who's driving. Yeah. <laughs> Statistics will tell you. Shut <laughs> up. Uh, so Hutchinson says, I think everyone is a bit shocked. Uh, she was talking to Hawaii News and that it took us a second to figure out what was going on because the driver didn't seem panicked or have any sense of urgency to get out of the car. And here's another kicker, Will. Neither woman whom Hutchinson said was sisters <laughs> sustained injuries per the post. So they're sisters, not a couple. Okay. So they're sisters well, on a vacation together. You, you don't know where they're from. <laughs> from my neck of woods. Um, yeah. So wait a second. Like maybe she is, is the green stuff legal in California? I mean, in Hawaii? I'm not sure. Palm trees? I think they are. <laughs> I think that's like the state flower. <laughs> I was just wondering because she was very happy. If you've seen the video, like just like oh, what? She, oh yeah, she's, in the she's water, completely. What? Like, yeah, she seems just so like she's this, not even. This there, is a man. rental car. This isn't even my car. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I paid the right? extra insurance. Losers. <laughs> so the, she was. Man. I don't give a shit. Yeah, she was so like lottie die about the whole thing. Like people had to like jump in the water to pull them out because they just weren't. They weren't doing anything to help themselves. They were pulling them out. As the they were sick. so happy to just be there. Well, there's yep. some people that have neither fight or flight. 
Yeah. It's just whatever. It's gonna happen, I guess. Yeah. GPS so they managed to get them out through the windows. Yeah, they managed to get them out through the windows, but man. Uh, also, she that cr- at, okay. Hold on, wait. The video it makes me laugh, and I'm gonna giggle. But the picture of her just sitting there, and she's got her hands on the and she's looking out the half open window, and she's just like, "What?" Yeah, and all the like, people are the, like, "Get out of here!" Looking at me. Why what are, are you doing? What? She's like, like, get out. And she's like, "Why?" <laughs> Why this thing turns into what? a boat? That's what they told me at the rental agency. <laughs> she was waiting for it to turn into a seaplane or something. Yeah. Also, that was a clip from the office. If you guys weren't aware. This exact, Man, this exact thing happened. Someone the doesn't office. know that was from the office. I would question their. Actually, we're talking to Octavio, who hates the office. I, well, it's no, I don't hate the office. Ever. I hate Michael Scott with a passion. He's the worst He's character. I'm going to say a lot of proud right now on this podcast that several hundred people listen to. Um, I hate Michael Scott. He's well, the worst character scene, to ever be invented. That scene would never have happened if it wasn't for Michael Scott. That I would that be would okay be without it. He's I'd be awful. okay without it. Dwight was there. Awful. Dwight's wonderful. No, oh I wouldn't go that far. Hey, no, no, he's no, he's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Nope. Yeah. Chris, John Krasinski, whatever. He, what's his name? Jim. Jim. He's fine. Yeah. That's the only one I like. Yeah. So yeah, that was a nice little story to from the darkness that you guys brought. You know, it's pretty cool. Well, oh, Emily I didn't. Really I, didn't I didn't. Bring no, it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Emily. This time, sorry. I, I just thinking back to last episode when we all just brought the pain. Yeah. But yeah. um. Yeah. So Emily, what else you got for us? Um, so <laughs> this one's pretty funny. So um, I'm also bringing a little lightness in the dark. So um, three people in Peru have been caught on the wrong foot after a shoe shop robbery went wrong. Unidentified persons broke into a, sh- a shoe shop in the central Peruvian city of, is it Huancayo? Sounds looks like it. Okay. It looks like Huancayo, it. Huancayo, whatever. On Sunday and made off with 200 sneakers. But they were all for the right foot. <laughs> so uh, how do you know it's the right foot? Yeah, we're getting off on the right foot. How do you know it's the right one? Uh, I just do. It could be the wrong one, though. I be. mean, yes, clearly this was the wrong foot, but they got the right foot when they robbed the place. So. Now, did you write these puns or were they written <laughs> I for took you? them from, but I changed a little bit because I didn't understand what they said. Um, that they left foot. That was the joke that they put in there. That they had left foot, or they got off <laughs> on the left foot because they left the left foot or shoe in the store. Okay. I didn't really care for that, so I just changed a little bit. Anyway, so um, puns are fun, huh? Yeah, dad jokes almost. So um, the heist is worth a total of fifty thousand Peruvian souls. Not souls like people, but souls like shoes. Souls like the bottom of the shoes. Yes. <laughs> Okay. Or wow. $13,400. These You're estimates American. came from the owner of the unnamed shoe shop, and I'm not really sure why he's wanting to be unnamed, but whatever. I feel like lots of people would help you, sir. Because anyone it. looking for left-footed shoes <laughs> yeah. knows exactly where to go. His inventory got cut in half. So, Footage from the shop security camera captured its crime. It shows the thieves breaking the padlock on their third attempt at 3.30 a.m. on Sunday and making off with boxes of shoes on a tricycle. the heist included sneakers from well-known global brands we have gathered evidence at the scene the unusual thing about this robbery is that shoes from only the right foot have been stolen with the footage and fingerprints we will be able to locate those individuals he added and tuesday a tweet showed a photo of the messy shoe shop following the crimes and the post has now been viewed over eighty-six thousand times 
But if you think about it, what shoe, like they never specifically state that he took them off the wall from the display, but come on. Why would you have the boxes and not the act? Like, why wouldn't you grab both of them? So I'm just thinking. I don't know how the layout is. It's a one-legged man on the run, okay? That's what we're working with. It sounds like it's a type of prank maybe from a rival shoe shop. A rival shoe shop that was trying to mess with their business because I feel like if you take, it's like, you know, that thing, if you blow, um, puncture all four tires, insurance won't, will cover it or something. But if you just do three out of the four. What is the rule? Like if you do some of the tires, do three or four, and then you do the fourth one with something else. Yeah. So maybe it's one of those things where insurance won't cover the losses if they only take half of the shoes. I don't know. It'd be pretty easy to find who did it. Trying to sell right-footed shoes on the internet. (laughs) Yeah. But they took the boxes, which I was really confused about. Like, in the picture, it shows the boxes, and they're like, it's super messy in the store. But, like, they took the shoes out of the box. Like, some of them were taken off the walls, of course, which is why there's only one. But it's like they they then decided, oh, let's let's keep going with this right-footed thing. That's a good gig. No, with I've seen um, there was another sh- and I don't know where the shoe shop w- was. It might have been in Brazil um, where they were targeted multiple times with robberies. And so the owner got creative and at night he would take all the shoes out of all the boxes and just stack them in the back like they were actual full boxes of shoes. And so when the Could robbers be. came in no. to steal the shoes, they just had a bunch of empty boxes. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, maybe they do. They're like, hey, we're just going to put one Clever shoe in girl. each box and then at, when we open the store, we'll put the left one in. That way we only lose half our inventory. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't live in Peru. <laughs> yeah, I don't, what, shop. I don't know. What yeah, I don't know what kind of shit goes down over there. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, I don't know what um, what the point of could I, why would I really, yeah, I don't know. Who knows? I really, proving people, I don't know. I really don't know. I mean, they but, got alpacas uh, and right-footed shoes. Apparently, I don't. That's all. They have a few hills, I think. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah like one pyramid or something. <laughs> I guess. Oh my god! And one, and just half, half a pair of shoes. So, well, I know you don't TikTok. I know, I know that we know that that's been established. Yes. But has anyone ever so sent lame. you? Has anyone ever sent you a TikTok video and you actually clicked it? Um. I haven't clicked it to open it into TikTok. I have watched it in a clip version on Instagram because my girlfriend likes to send me tons of videos on Instagram that just so happen to yeah. be TikTok clips. But yeah, I like that as well. Um, I'm an adult. I'm going to watch my TikTok reels on Instagram. Yes. Um, but hold on. So, you guys don't watch the TikToks I send you? No. So the uh, when you get sent to TikTok, um, when you watch it on a TikTok app, it'll usually play at the next video after that right so i don't know what emily sent me a video and i just happened to watch the next one too and i came across this story just by algorithm i suppose but it was um it was a funny little clip about a woman talking about uh fruit roll-ups you know she's talking about fruit roll-ups which are apparently taking over tiktok and the world That's but Kelsey. Um, i don't i don't know who it was it was random but it's Kelsey I, from buzzfeed i don't know I didn't pay attention. I just saw the video. Yeah, we don't. We don't know who it is. It's still an unnamed person. No idea. On, on TikTok. Okay, so the TikTok is essentially this? is essentially like, hey, because um, you know everyone's buying um, fruit roll-ups for different reasons. But she's like, hey, I found these um, tattoo 
fruit roll-ups that you know you put on your tongue and it leaves a oh, yeah, yeah. well she was like so i took this this um fruit roll-up and i wrapped it around my husband's dick and i sucked it and when i took off the fruit roll-up it left tattoos all over his dick nice right? it was a funny, funny little clip right and that led me that led me to like i thought this was a okay so hold on hold on how did the algorithm bring in a fruit yeah. roll wrapped around a exactly. man's penis Exactly. A woman, she didn't use bad words. She was like, she actually says, "I wrapped the 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 fruit roll up around my husband's, mm-mm, and then I mm-mm. like she she said shit like that." So it was innocent video, just a funny little video. Of how a did you talk. get there? It's probably yeah. the Matt Rife, probably the Matt Rife videos I've been watching with that. What's her name? Chelsea girl that he that old elderly woman that he hit on in some state. I don't know. But so the algorithm brought me there. It doesn't he's matter. Struggling now to he's come defense. up with something. He's so defensive. I don't yeah, know. So what defensive. Is, okay, listen. That's not the point. The point is, I was like, "What is this? The TikTok challenge that people have been talking about, right?" And I was like, I clicked on the thing of the origin because you can go. That apparently that's not the original thing. The original thing is you take uh, fruit roll-ups, you put ice cream in them, and you wrap it up like a little burrito, and then it make like solidifies it, it turns into a crunchy little treat, and that's, that's so the TikTok good. thing. Oh, you well, had it. You put them in the freezer. No. Yes. No, the ice cream. The ice cream. No, the ice cream makes it hard. Hards, hardens, hardens it up just like that guy's dick. Then there are, and then, then there are multiple going around because everyone else just puts it in the freezer and then they pull it out and then just take a big bite out of it. Well, paper, you can do that too. Paper, but this is paper, the one. Yeah. yeah, I saw that one. The dude eating the paper that was aggravating me. It pissed me off really bad. Yeah. I don't so know. the point is with. You know, the dick sucking challenge, the ice cream challenge, or just putting them in the freezer challenge, as they call them on TikTok. Uh, fruit roll up prices have skyrocketed in Israel, of all places, and they're blaming TikTok and these viral videos. So, if you're down to make a couple, you know, quick bucks, what you can do is you can pack your suitcase, just like this American couple did last week, and try to smuggle 375 pounds of fruit roll ups in your suitcase oh, to nice. Israel. Yeah, so so apparently uh, this is not the first couple this week to be stopped. A video posted by Israeli news outlet Mako Mako showed a customs official rifling through bags of an off-camera claim, and as an off-camera man claims, he just brought the treats for his family. 375 pounds, and there's an 11-pound limit. Does his family actually live in Israel? Uh, yeah, I suppose because he, he's like speaking like uh, what we would call Spanglish, but he's speaking whatever that language is plus English. Hebrew, um, sure. Uh, yeah. So the thing is, like, they didn't quite believe him because a single roll up, like in America, costs about fifty cents, right? But in Israel, can go for six dollars a single roll, right? No. Because of yes. that's what it's saying. It's saying that six dollars a single roll because they're sold out in Israel. You can't find them anywhere, so people are smuggling them into the country because of this TikTok wrap around uh, when you wrap it around ice cream and you make that ice cream treat. Can they not order on Amazon? I don't know. They probably have a lot of shipping uh, restrictions. This has has created like a black market for fruit roll-ups. Well, you can still get them at our Walmart for $7.78. In Israel. (laughs) I know. They're still really expensive here too. That's why Americans. They've gone up. Oh yeah, I'm sure they like tick, this thing has taken over a lot of places. And like I saw another meme of like other snack companies like struggling, and then TikTok. I mean, um, for roll up in the corner, just like licking their fingers and counting money because they're making so much money right now. God. So like, man, we saw a big dip in uh, sales. All of a sudden, we're back in it. <laughs> 
do and then uh, so you you're saying people do try to order online. So it says Mitchell Cohen, the owner of the historic economy candy shop in the East Village, told the post that a customer recently placed an order for ten thousand boxes of fruit roll-ups. Jesus. And then it said the guy, when he tried to order that, told Mitchell's, he said, I reached out to my distributors and they said, look, dude, we haven't seen fruit roll-ups in months. You can't just turn on the fruit roll-up machine and crank out any more out. So like they are <laughs> they are out everywhere. So like I said, there's basically a black market for these things in Israel and different countries that are all about this. And Israel, the their government is having an issue with this because they're like, look, this is bad for you. This is not, they're concerned about like the weight gain that this is going to cause in their country. Like this craze. And he added that he saw a similar viral obsession during the pandemic when customers went crazy for toxic waste slime liquors, which look and function like a small deodorant, but instead apply a roll-on sour liquid to consumers' tongues. He said, they blew up on TikTok so much that I couldn't keep them on the shelves, which is essentially what's happening again with fruit roll-ups. Yeah. Never so heard of looking, that toxic waste slime liquor shit. Me neither. me neither. I think I've seen them, but uh, I want to say they come in like a little barrel of like, toxic waste you know what i'm talking about like they're, uh, they're yeah. green they yeah, probably look like sure. that, um, that lucas candy that you like yeah the yep. that you you push up on they could a, i think i think it's just like an actual berry you lift like the top and everything is like a green licky thing i'm not sure but anyways so like i said this isn't the first couple this week even they this constantly happens so this week alone they have stopped 661 pounds of fruit roll-ups from entering their country because, Damn. like I said, they have an 11 pound per person limit, and these people are trying to bring 375, 400, 200 at a time. It is nuts. It's crazy that they put a limit on a person. They're like, all right, uh, 11 pounds max of fruit roll. Can you imagine bringing 11 pounds of fruit rolls with you on a vacation? That's still a lot, and these that's people a, bring a lot, lot, a lot, almost 400 pounds. And like I said, this is just from this week, 661 pounds in this past week. As of today, so who knows how many that's gone through as as of now? You know, just constantly. Because Israelis are freaks. Didn't if know you that. can, if you can get how many come in a box, Emily? You said there's seven. Something. There's ten yeah. in small boxes. Then there's thirty. There's twenty, and then thirty, and then you can. How see, much would you, you say the unit? How much is the unit worth? Would you say? Um, how much is it box worth of, to me? I think box of ten is like individually. How much would you like? Oh. How much does that come out to paying individual for a single? Fruit roll up. Um, less than a dollar? Yeah, it's less than a dollar, right? So if you can mark that up to 600%, I'm sure you you would do it too. You just got to get across customs. 26 cents. Um, If you buy the box of 30 for 778 where we live, that's 30 cents. That's a lot of profit. It's a lot yeah, from, of profit. From 30 cents to $6? Yeah. I mean, I would do uh, it. Oh, it's 2,000%. Hell yeah, man. Right? Gotta make that money. Like I said, you just got to get across customs. Two, Even if yeah, you just bring 11 pounds at a time, that's a pretty good profit. So um, just another like side note of this. Okay, like I just told you, we can get them at the Walmart that's literally less than a mile from our home for $7.78 for a box of 30. The tent, the boxes of 10 do sell out pretty quickly, but like they're right now they're the Black Panther theme for the 30. Carter sells them or buys them at school for $2 a piece. He sells them? From the cafeteria? Yeah. Well, no, I mean amongst his friends. He's you think they're using it for the? Wait, you think why? they're using it for the challenge? Shut up! Shut up! Right now, shut your mouth! Shut your mouth! We're doing the tattoo uh, penis. Shut thing? your mouth! Black black shut up. tattoos. Oh my god! I hate both Ooh. of you. Uh, I was trying to look up uh, what the what the weight is per ten per, per ten roller. 
Well, they're taking them out of the box, so don't look that up. I know, but ten would give you a weight. So you yeah, the can... tear on the tear on the box is not that much. Yeah, so let's see. Let's see if I can do quick, 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 quick looks here. Details, quantity one to twenty ounce. That doesn't. They're five ounces each. Five. Uh, yeah. So point thirty one pounds. So if you're doing ten pounds, that's, that's is that per box. Point there. So there's thirty. So let's just say a box of thirty is a pound almost. Yeah. So. Three point two nine, so that's equal to five point thirty one pounds for the box. So it's thirty boxes. Yeah, thirty. Uh, that's three hundred. Well, how many? Wait, how many pounds were they bringing in? I'm sorry, Octavio. Uh, this couple was three seventy five. This one no. couple. Oh, three! Holy crap! That's like a thousand boxes. Holy crap! That's a lot of fruit roll-ups. It's a lot of money. True yep. that. They're a lot making of a lot of If they would have got through, they would have made quite a bit of money. And that's probably not their first attempt. So they're no, probably already not. having... That's how they were able to afford 374 pounds of it. Uh, yeah. I'm in the wrong industry. Once again. <laughs> yeah. Just got to get a plane ticket to Israel, get to Israel, and then get past customs, and then you're golden. Yeah. Then I can settle... Settle down, buy a house. I think you'd do better to just ship them there. Nah, shipping costs. Shipping costs. International shipping costs are they're gonna are gouge less than a human being well, getting stopped by rather, customs. I'd rather pay to ship myself than I have the experience. Yeah. Plus I get to I'm vacation sure. in, in Israel. Yep. In a jail. No. Yeah, possibly. No. Huh. Anyways. Anyways. Well, what time is it? It's time for today's top story. Yeah! All right. Speaking of fruit roll-ups and uh, cocks. And tattoos on your dick. And tattoos on your dick. Mm-hmm. Um, a 39-year-old man in Illinois was arrested last week after deputies uh, with the local sheriff's office allegedly caught him having sexual intercourse with a horse. Oh, my God. My man. With the fruit roll-ups <sighs> and all that. I'm just kidding. And all that. That would take a lot of fruit roll-ups. Jesus Christ. A lot of tattoos as well. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, black panther tattoos on there. Mm. Stop. Or or stick.mpeg. You you could pretty much write the whole movie on that I hate you. Jesus, fuck you guys. Stop. Did you guys, again, did you see that TikTok where the guy was like, hey, if you want to be hung like a horse, if you're a 200-pound man, you only have to have a four-inch stick because then you'd be hung like a horse. Just ratio, you know? Nice. Of pounds to inches, that's pounds the ratio. Inches? Okay, two. So it's about fifty pounds for every inch. Oh boy! Okay, I'm right. like a horse. Too, Back to the story. Too much math for my brain. Way too much. It's fine. Yeah. Anyways, thirty-nine-year-old uh, man, uh, Jack R. Blank. Can tell you if that's his <laughs> real name or a fake name that they just put in, but Jack R. Jack Blank. R. Blank. Yeah who allegedly copulated with the same animal more than 10 times, Ooh. was taken into custody on Friday and charged with one count of unlawful sexual contact with an animal, which is a class four felony, and one misdemeanor count of criminal trespass to land, uh, which is kind of weird because they make it seem like it's his own horse. Unless it isn't. It's, it sounds like, uh, do you have access I mean, like that? That's got to be your horse. Or at I least mean, in the same stable. 
or maybe an adjacent one. Yeah. Maybe he's moving it to another location to privately do it. Maybe. Hopefully. Well, I mean, those tables that, are pretty private. Those tables was, are pretty private. It wasn't that private. <laughs> okay. Clearly not. It was out in the middle of a pasture. Oh, there's the lack oh, of privacy. Didn't, He's didn't even, trying to not be private. Try to make it romantic for the horse and like do it indoors. No, no candle lights, nothing. Nothing. Damn. That's what the problem mm. is. That's why I got arrested. Yeah, you got to treat a lady right. Oh my right. god. It wasn't a lady. It was a lady horse. No, it was not. No, it was not. No, it was not. I'm it reading was, and no, it was. It was a lady no, horse. No, no, sir. It wasn't. No, sir, you read this wrong. Woo! Yeah, you read this wrong, boy. It wasn't even. He was He was feeding Chase, the horse. Then maybe, then maybe you have a different. Maybe you found different uh, information on the same story because I have something different. Okay. We'll see what you have, but I'm pretty sure the one that I saw was that he was feeding the horse while he was keeping yeah. busy underneath, and uh, the horse is going to town. That's the same yeah. one, but performing coitus, mm. which is okay, which is different. Yeah, we'll see. Go on. Okay. <laughs> so, according to a copy of a probable cause affidavit obtained by the Muddy Rivers News, several deputies with the Adams <laughs> the County what? The the what Muddy news? River News. <laughs> this might uh, be a fake story altogether. It really there's too many too many puns here. I don't know Way if I got this puns. off the onion or <laughs> where this came from, but we're going with it. So several it's deputies real. with the Adam yeah, unfortunately it is. Just funny names. With the uh, Adams County Sheriff's Office made the repulsive discovery just after midnight on Friday while on patrol in Melrose Township which is about 130 miles southeast of Peoria inside the state's western border with Missouri. This immediately, dude, just reminds you of Super Troopers. He's like, hey, hey, you. Hey, you bear. Uh, hey, bear, you bear fucker. fucker. <laughs> I hate that movie. Uh, he's on patrol and they just happen to come across this Yeah. Dude. In the woods? Yeah. Just shining the flashlight at, on him. Just at midnight. And be like, wow, yeah. it sounds like a horse is really getting at it. <laughs> Just shine their light and it's just a deer. <laughs> just deer in the headlights look. <laughs> a couple apples All in right. one hand. <laughs> uh, uh, so several deputies were reportedly conducting stationary patrols at approximately 12.44 a.m. near a farm in the 4200 block of Deer Ridge Road when they reportedly came across Blank having intercourse with the horse. Authorities said Blank was standing on a five-gallon bucket, feeding apples to the animal while simultaneously performing coitus, according to the report. Yep, that sounds like he's getting it. Performing coitus? Yeah, uh, I think you're thinking of cunnilingus, and that's not the same. Uh, y yes, but, well... It says performing it, so I would think that he's actually penetrating the horse. Yes. I'll uh, wait for the next little paragraph here. It might it might piece together the, the puzzle pieces okay. that are missing in our brains. <clears throat> the outlet further reported that during his first appearance in court on Friday, Eighth Judicial Court Circuit Court Judge Tad T. Brenner explicitly stated that Blank stands accused of having placed his penis inside the vagina oh, okay. of the horse. Okay, so I stopped reading, and that's my bad. Yes. <laughs> mm. That's but crazy. also, I missed a coitus for cunnilingus. So, you That's know, true. Egg on my face. <laughs> and also mine. I don't know if it's also egg, yours. 
No, it's not mine because I'm. It's apples. <laughs> oh god. But man, how long is your arm? If you're feeding it apples, and also I know that's that's why I was that's what had me confused. Like I can only imagine that would work if you're underneath the horse. That's where my brain was. Like to feed them apples at the same time, unless the horse is just like looking back at it. Yeah, yes, yeah. The horse is looking <laughs> back, back probably. Looking back at looking back at looking, it. <laughs> <laughs> Throw that ass in a circle. <laughs> Not a pleasant pl- picture there. <laughs> <laughs> So during the proceeding, Adams County Assistant State's Attorney Ryan Parker told the court that Blank allegedly had sex with the horse about a dozen times at the farm. Jesus. Parker reportedly sought for Bond and Blank's case to be set at $2,000. His attorney, the Assistant Public Defender Sarah Lucy, reportedly requested that Judge Brenner set Blank's bond at $1,000. Lucy contended that Blank has heart disease and has been experiencing spells of dizziness since being incarcerated at the Adams County Jail. Excuse me? I could also just be... It was fine to have sex with a horse, but you can't sit in jail? Uh, It's called blue balls. (laughs) It's oh, called delirium God. tremens. Yeah. God. When you're addicted, you're addicted, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Gross, so she, but go on. Hey. Judgy. This is someone else. Okay. Yeah. Hey, judgy. judgy. This judge face. We don't. We don't shame your kinks <laughs> around here. Yeah. She argued that Blank's only income is the one thousand dollars a month he makes from disability, and the vast majority of that, which seven hundred dollars of it, goes towards his rent. Which leaves a little money for food. Also noting or he lives or apples. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say that's I the wonder food how money. much he spends in apples. I was like, hey man. Three hundred dollars. Got any of them apples? <laughs> he spends three hundred dollars on apples. Yeah. It's an expensive hooker. <laughs> <laughs> Um, also noting that he does live a short distance from the courthouse and should not have trouble making it to future hearings, meaning he's not going to be a, a flight risk. Flight risk, yeah. He is as low risk as anybody could possibly come, she reportedly Please, said. The, the phrasing on that is not real. <laughs> it's not. As anybody could possibly come? C-U-M yeah. is how they spelled yeah. it? Yep, they sure <laughs> did. <laughs> he has no criminal history whatsoever. He has stable uh, housing. <laughs> And has for the past two years. I didn't write this, I swear. As, as funny as it is, and we can find the, the puns in it. They, I don't think they meant it. This puts on court. No, court that's, that's the beauty of our show, I think. Like we read this from a different angle that they're meant to be read. Yes. They do not see it. But unfortunately, the judge sided with prosecutors setting Blank's bond at two thousand dollars. He still remains in the detention as of Wednesday morning and is scheduled to appear in court again before Circuit Judge Robert Adrian for his arraignment on May 10th, where he will be represented by Assistant Public Defender Christopher Pratt, according to the court docket. Oh, Chris Pratt's going to defend Pratt. him. Chris Pratt. Yeah. He, uh, He's going to get know, off. Makes movies in his spare time. The and Public defender. And defends horse fuckers. Horse fuckers. Yeah. This is Monday through Friday gig. Yeah, well... <laughs> On that note, that's our show. <laughs> we hope you enjoyed it. We hope you had a good time learning a few things. It wasn't all doom and gloom this week. And that's exciting. No, it, it wasn't. If you didn't yeah, know the really term exciting. coitus, you learned that today. So that's exciting. 
Yeah. And it's opposite, different from cunnilingus. You learned that as it well. It is. It is. I yeah. feel like if you didn't know that, you're too young to listen to this podcast. But you should not be listening to this podcast now. Well, also, um, I didn't know it. Well, and you I'm, didn't know that. Neither <laughs> one of you. I am hosting the podcast. He not only listens to it, but he hosts it. Also, I'm going to be buying some fruit roll-ups. Yeah. Make sure you get the tattooed ones. But I feel like it's um, rib for her pleasure, not mine. <laughs> no, definitely. Well, it's just uh, the, from the way she was telling it, it was more like this is funny. And then when she he was finished doing his thing, they took it off and they had a good laugh at the tattoos on his dick. So, you know, it's, it's just a bonding experience, you know. And then and immediately it's fun to because then otherwise your dick becomes a sticky. fly trap. Yeah, it's just sticky all around. I just uh, want fruit roll-ups now because they're good, not because of either one of those trends. I just yeah, love fruit I would like to try. I would like to try this ice cream sandwich thing, though. That'd be interesting. Yeah, that's what you want to try. Cool. Yeah, that's what I want to try. Let's see. Yeah. You, maybe you can wrap <laughs> it around a, a, one of those uh, rocket pops. Oh, yeah. yeah. Maybe. There you go. Could be. Mm-hmm. Now that's not what we're going to do. Now it's ribbed for her pleasure. <laughs> Yeah, so um, anyways, uh, quick announcement. Uh, I, just me, for some reason, they invited me, which is awesome for me. But um, nice, a, culture, a podcast called The Culture After Dark invited me, and their episode premiered this couple last Saturday, I want to say, with me on it. And we have a good time talking about um, Hispanic monsters and stuff like that. So it was a good time. We have a few drinks, and um, it's fun. Go give them a listen. Go give them a like on their page. Uh, Tupacabra and all that fun stuff yeah we talk about chupacabra we talk about like uh, yorona we talk about some vagina having um belly monster Uh, it's really it's we talk about a bunch of stuff yeah but go a cultured after dark is the podcast uh we had a good time go like their page go give them a listen give support them you know we we like to support um other podcasts and it's fun so go do that but also uh emily do you have any other news coming up at all no oh man the enthusiasm is just yeah it's just uh, off the charts. I'm just trying to keep it kosher and 100, you know, keep it even. I don't want to. Do we need to talk about horse coitus again to get your excitement levels up? I would love to not ever do that again. Okay. <laughs> well, we no. never know with the news. <laughs> you never know. We just talk about the news. I don't write them. It's not up just to report us. On it. It's not up to us. So, anyway, Emily, you want to tell us where to find them? What? Do you want to tell them where to find us? <laughs> What was that? You want a hee-haw around a hee-haw? <laughs> I don't even know. Emily, just say things, please. Yeah. yeah just uh, say things bear, you normally say. Bad, bad News Bears podcast um, at G... Or no, Bad News Bears pod at gmail.com. You can email us. Uh, Octavia is really the only one who checks that shit, so I wouldn't do that. Um, but you can get us on Instagram or Facebook, um, Bad News Bears podcast, Why, and we all Mexican? do check that. I mean, is he? Really? Yes, he is. Yes. Yeah, I know. He lives in Mississippi. I say he's more than half. Yeah, our child is half. Well, yeah, because he's Mexican and you're white. So. <laughs> That's how science works. Like magic, but real. You think uh, that horse, if she were to give birth, they would have uh, <gasps> half man, half horse babies? Centaur? Pegasus. Centaurs? Isn't it? That's, no. Oh, yeah. Pegasus is the flying one. Yes. Yeah, it's Centaurs. Centaurs. Oh, wait yeah. a second. That's not possible, is it? I don't no. know. There's only one way to find Chimera. out. Chimera not is not possible. Centaur, but like, actually have. Yeah, oh, okay. let's find out.
No, it'll be, that'll, be our, that'll be our news update next week. Welcoming the baby, the new centaurs into this world. 